what's the difference between 34 and 35? All he could respond was, trebuchets are better. Whatever that's supposed to mean, right? <laughs> guffaw, 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 guffaw. Bully, bully. Good one, chap. Good one, old chap. Welcome back to Banter and... Richard Simmons. Throwing shade. <laughs> where A.A. Ron tells us all the things that he hates. About Richard Simmons. This podcast has become a chameleon. It's just changing its color every single episode. It's at least in the top 100 podcasts that start with the second letter of the alphabet. And easily within the top 200 podcasts with the word banter in it. Hey, no, hold on. We were the top 50 last time. We can't we can't downgrade. We are still within the top 50, but we are also in the top 200. Good grief. Somebody's going to hold a poll now just to prove us wrong. Yeah, for sure. Hello, beautiful Welcome listeners. Welcome back to Banter and Banter. You know, actually, ironically, speaking of our, our namesake, I was browsing Anchor, our new platform, and I saw that there is, in fact, another podcast called Banter Banter. It came out after ours. I think they started in February, and that podcast is straight up German, from Germany. Oh, well, all the best of luck to them. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it's not like... It's not like Highlander. There can only be one. I hope that we get uh, some crossover fandoms and maybe they would be so kind as to translate their episode so that I may listen to our counterpoints on the other side of this globe. Yeah, I tried to listen to it. It is absolutely just full-blown. It is a language that you do not speak? Germanic, yeah, very much. My American self can't, can't, can't do it. Welcome back to Banter and Banter, a podcast where a couple of guys sit around and talk about who knows what. I'm one of your fantastic co-hosts, Mike. I'm another co-host, Aaron. And... Paid paid no attention to the third voice. I don't know, guys. I may go join the, the German Banter Banter. Yeah, I mean, well, Mike just said there's only two two people sitting around. Hey, for sure, we are in the top two of Banter Banter podcasts. <laughs> we are the number one english-speaking banter banter out there until the other one starts to release our episodes in english as mike had desired then we will still surely be in the top two unless another banter banter comes up <laughs> we could just splice google translate <laughs> into ours and, and we'll pull one over on them like oh no we're speaking german first very poorly very poorly and very robotically. It's going to sound like a speaking spell through a microphone. A German Stephen, Stephen Hawking. So what do you have for us this morning, Mike? I, gentlemen, have for you a question. Which one is better, trebuchets or catapults? I jest, I jest. That is not actually my question. I, I put out something into the ether and the ether came back. With a comment. My question was, if money was not the problem, and you could do any location as a vacation destination. Wow, that rhymes so well. What top five places would you go to? Since we are creeping up on uh, what I would call a fantastic summer, and summer is the time of vacations. That's true, the time of travel and going to exotic locales. Uh, Manny, you, sir, were kind enough to... Uh, 
respond to the etherness, uh, and you gave me your top five. You wanna you wanna break those down for us real fast? Ah, uh, if I can remember them, I'm gonna come up with them. I said in no particular order. Uh, at least New Zealand was in there because Hobbits is and Kevin Sorbo, and my other one was uh, Western Europe, so sort of the UK area. Yeah, well, I was gonna say you literally said the UK, Japan, California, and home. Why'd you, why'd you have to spoil it for me? I was trying to guess my own list. Oh, sorry. I, I brought it too quickly. Yeah, well, those are it. So why would you pick New Zealand? I just explained it. No, you didn't. Yeah, because Hobbits is and Kevin Sorbo. I didn't know Kevin Sorbo was from New Zealand. No, he isn't. It's just they filmed Hercules The Legendary Journeys in New Zealand. Oh, foreshadowing. What about the Japan animation? Japan, because it's they're an interesting people to me, and I consume a lot of their tech and media. Yeah, Japan is very mecca. I would very much like to visit Japan someday. And New Zealand, honestly, I'd love to go visit the sets. I think, isn't Hobbiton actual, like an actual kind of... Yeah, it's a tourist destination Tourist now. attraction, yeah, it's a tourist attraction. I would love to go visit that because all those homes that they built for the movies are still in the hills, and I think that's awesome. Right? Who'd have known Peter Jackson after all of those really weird films that he made to begin with? Like, I guess almost like horror comedies for a couple of them? Yeah, I forgot. I think one of his first features was a Grindhouse film, and I do not remember the title, but I do remember that someone takes a lawnmower and basically, like, mows people down with it, literally lawnmower man no def- no, no that's a Stephen very King much thing and it's different. very much different yeah that has to do with like cyber net stuff right i think he, like yeah. chops people up with the lawnmower no this was Wouldn't that no. i mean that, that would literally be the lawnmower man he's mowing the lawn on on men and probably women and children yeah no i'm one. pretty sure he did not discriminate. There were none safe from his wrath. Is that how you lost half a man in two and a half men? Possibly. Maybe it was also the copious amounts of drugs. So where's the other half of Charlie Sheen? I, I He's somewhere inside the first half of Charlie Sheen. Ah, excellent. Half, half of Charlie Sheen got snorted into itself. Therefore, he is only half a man. No, it just wound up somewhere else, and he's going to reproduce by budding. So it's like when you cut a plant in half. As long as you take care of both of them, they will both regrow their other half. I don't think this is good for anyone involved, except for Charlie Sheen. Or maybe not, and he would spend his money even faster. There would be two of him. It'd be a Highlander situation. I have a a Charlie Sheen joke, if you guys want to hear it. Do go on. How much cocaine did Charlie Sheen do? All of it. Enough to kill two and a half men. Ah. (laughs) I don't know if this is pity, pity laughs or not. I guess I'll take a pity laugh over a Titus laugh, though. That's all right. We're done with that. That was so our last episode. Are we? I kind of feel like the Titus laugh might be like our unofficial fourth host on this show. No. Let's, Let's not tempt the gods. Yeah, that, that's why we don't play with the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge anymore. Don't, yeah, don't. Can you imagine splicing those two things together? Titus and Knuckles? Yeah, Titus and Knuckles. Take my money, take my money now. Please make this happen. I I need, I need, 
all all of it featuring pharrell with guitar by carlos santana uh how fast can you make this happen um i'm gonna say it's already happened no really how how fast i need i need this knuckles concoction this man needs a date and it needed to be yesterday like ASAP last week. Do you week. mean like the Indian dehydrated fruit thing? Uh, what are those usually? Plums? Super FedEx. Super FedEx. Figs. There we go. It's a dehydrated fig. A date. Wait, the things that are pollinated by a wasp and then the fig eats the wasp because it can't get out? This is the FedEx that has ascended past a FedEx. It's super FedEx. Dun, 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 dun. Does it have a glowing, a glowing golden aura when it comes to you the package eventually it'll ascend past that and it'll become a super fedex god super fedex a super fedex 2 it'll retcon <laughs> the super fedex 4 level and everyone will think it'll be better it will predictive text your location before you ever want to send your package you'll like be like i need to send a package and it'll be like here's your <laughs> the package comes to you 30 minutes before you even discover the product that you want to order it's like foresight at that point it's like hey the, i would have ordered this oh hey yeah here it is okay cool wow neato speaking of uh, foresight i foresaw some of my own personal answers to my question but aaron your top five in no particular order and maybe a little bit why you might want a particular item or location uh this is for travel correct yeah if money was never an issue okay okay where would you go man i gotta i gotta follow manny's lead on this uh uh, just various places in europe would be fun i think uh i think if i had to narrow it down i would want to go to germany iceland um switzerland ireland or scotland i'm not sure probably scotland and then i would want to go to japan as well so you know earlier you you were talking about our banter banter brothers in germany is that why you're going you are you ditching us for yeah other banter banter for banter international no no i could never do that i just i have a lot of german heritage in my family so i would just you know kind of like to go see where we came from a little bit and uh also i just want to go visit some of the banging architecture that they've got over there they've uh those there's some pretty swank architects over there beautiful structures he's trying to trade up i know what's happening here. i mean aren't you you think by going to germany they're gonna accept you as your their own and you're gonna banter banter german style all over town. Mike's just mad because we came up with the idea before he could act on it. Well, maybe I'm already gone. I mean, because like Mike said, there's only two two people talking at Banter Banter. Maybe this is maybe I'm just a figment of y'all's imagination at this point. He's just a floating head. Ignore <laughs> him. Ignore the man behind the curtain. Yeah, the audio recording, this is just the uh, proverbial ghost in the machine. I am the Great Inquisitor. Ignore me. <laughs> was that is, is that Venture Brothers, right? Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, that's such a that's a, ignore me. That was such a good episode. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna trade out. Actually, I'm gonna trade out Iceland for um, or Scandinavia, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I want to trade that out for New Zealand because I totally forgot that I want to go visit Hobbiton. They are two different places. Iceland and Scandinavia are 
One is a tiny island, one is a, a giant peninsula. I thought they were the same, but no, you're you're probably right. Scandinavia is more of a uh, an area. Scandinavia is probably where I want because that's where that's where that's the Norse, right? Where the Vikings came from, essentially. Sure, maybe I don't know. If I'm butchering that, please, Billy's, be gentle with me on the internet. I, I would say those those five destinations would be ideal for me. Uh, Switzerland specifically, I'd love to visit there during Christmas time because those people do Christmas up in the most spectacular fashion. I've ever seen. I watched a short little 25 to 30 minute travel documentary on Christmas in Switzerland and I was blown away. So I think I would have fun there since Christmas is my favorite holiday. And again, Japan for Mecca reasons. I mean, it's just so it's such a staple with so many things that I love gaming, anime, culture. Aaron wants to fight him a Titan. Yeah, I want I give me that 3D maneuver gear <laughs> plus size. <laughs> He wants the Robo Box. They've got a they've got a life size Gundam there now. They have two actually. Do we do we need to dress you up like Hugh Jackman and and let you play Rock'em Sock'em Robots? No, I actually never I never saw that film. That built the original Gundam from the original series. Yeah, Amaro's right, Gundam. and then they eventually moved that one and they were they replaced it with Unicorn Gundam. Okay. Yeah, I've watched a little bit of Unicorn Gundam. That's pretty solid. Why has it got to be a Unicorn Gundam? Because it has a horn. Why can't it be a Binicorn? It kind of does when it enters burst mode. That's true. Good. Well, then it should be called Binicorn. Well, a Binicorn's just a deer, isn't it? Or a goat. Bi means two. Deers have, so... Deer have antlers. Corn. Or as the Indians call it, maize. It's a horn, not an antler. An antler is different. Una, one, a Bina. So are these two horns like are they vertical or horizontal? They're perpendicular well, they, to one they have another. To be literally like a like a unicorn, but oh, they right, but going going up or going, going left and right, what? or going left or right or forward to backwards. So basically, they're like a mohawk. Okay, so that's vertical. They they come out they come out of its mouth like tuskuses. <laughs> Okay. You might you <laughs> might even call it a vampire corn. Or think of maybe like a like a narwhal, except it's yeah tusks. The Jedi's of the sea, narwhals. Yeah, they are. That's an old goof from um, Weevil and stuff. Oh, is that why somebody killed all the younglings? Correct. Can't hey, we don't we need the gone? I killed a few younglings when I went to Florida last year for Thanksgiving. Shortly after this podcast aired, actually, yeah, it's there's a beer up there called Younglings. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to admit to some horrible crime. Jeez. No, no, not well. If you, unless you consider getting intoxicated on the beach, a <laughs> crime. Uh, no, just a Youngling beer, which is actually one of the American domestics. We just don't get it over here. It's kind of on the uh, kind of the the south uh, southeast that gets it. Yeah, southeast that gets it. Yeah, we don't, Texas doesn't qualify, but I had some of it, and it is superb, and I think it's owned by Budweiser? Really? Bush? One of those two. Yeah, so it's like one of those American domestics that I drink, I'm like, this is actually super solid. It's the original beer of America, too. It was the very first uh, beer that America ever produced, I believe. Like in 1843 or something like that. Speaking of America and places I want to visit, I would definitely revisit alaska 
because that was spectacular. Totally enjoyed myself. I've always wanted to go on an Alaskan cruise. I will add back your rejection of Iceland because I want to go to Reykjavik. Well, I mean, if we got to limit, if we got to limit it to five, I mean, that's pretty tough, man. I mean, I'm sure after this is done, I'll be like, oh, I forgot about these places and these things I want to do. I'm agree with the whole New Zealand idea because that's pretty fantastic. I also agree with the Japan idea because I would also like to indulge in the Japanese culture. I think there's a lot of things that they do and I like those things, uh, food and you know, cheering for uh, your sports team. I don't necessarily have a sports team that I like per se, but I will definitely show up to a sports match or sports ball pub and indulge and cheer for whoever sure. the team is for that bar. And in Japan, I find like I've, I've saw some stuff where like your team has your own specific pub and everybody goes to it to watch the game and you all cheer for your team. There are some of those in the States, but I do not know of them per se, aside from the Bills one that is in my current town, but I have not been to it. And also, Maldives, man. I want to go to the Maldives before they sink underwater. Where are the, where are the Maldives located? Uh, I want to say they're like kind of in the Indian Ocean or over on that side. So close to India, essentially. Yeah, it's it's a really long flight out there, but oh, the sights! Are so beautiful, so beautiful. So it's i is it islands? Yes, lots of lots of atolls. The highest one is like twenty feet above sea level or something like that. I'm I'm making a guess, but they're they're definitely not very high off. Yeah, the... I was about to say that's not very high. No, uh, and they are in danger of being uh, flooded. So I would like to see them before they vanish underneath the ocean waters. Yeah, be the next Atlantis. Because I love vacations. I love warm sandy beaches. Uh, I also want to go to the northern areas because I want to see the Aurora Borealis. Man, nature. Nature's fucking metal. I mean, inherently, there is metal in the earth. Ooh, no, I don't. I don't believe you, Manny. I uh, do not use anything that is made of metal at all in my life, and so I don't know how metal could exist. Okay. In nature, if I all don't right. have access to it, Im- improbable topic that you bring up. Okay. Gosh, way to alienate Manny, Mike. Yeah, I'm gonna brush up on my German. It's okay. Now that I've alienated him, I can bring him right back in. Because I have a job offer for him. Manny, do you like talking about wine? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go learn some German now. Oh, you see what you did? You know, if you speak German and you like to talk about wine, I have a job for you. You sure you don't want to hear about this great job opportunity? I get the feeling you're going to tell me anyway. <laughs> Not with that attitude. What? That was that was bright and shiny. Okay, I want to hear the. I want to hear. I want to hear this job opportunity. Go ahead. Because if Manny doesn't want it, I might take it. I don't know if I'm prepared to offer it to you. Well, son of a gun. You know what? I'm just gonna go learn German. 
are you available and a fanatic about wine? No. No. Okay. I like wine. I am nowhere. I'm not cultured when it comes to it, though. Do you like uh, going to events? Yeah, sure. Do you like conducting events? Um, I, sometimes. Would you like to be a keynote speaker at an event? <laughs> Probably not. It depends on what the subject matter is. Do you know how to influence the wine world? With your mind. Tell them to look on the bright side of life instead of whining? Do you have a cell phone with a camera? No. Ooh, okay. Uh, do you have <laughs> Disqualified. internet... Disqualified. No, I think we can work around it. Do you have internet access? No. You do not have a public library nearby? Yes. So you do have access to the internet? Sure, that's how I'm recording this right now. I'm on a I'm on a library computer. I don't know how I haven't got kicked out of this library yet. Oh, I've just had a can attached to a string that I plugged into the wall. Is that how inter- intra- the intranet works? Did you not know how to use your s- stone of far calling? I was using the Skynet. The Skynet. That big old, big old net that's in the sky. Do you have a vehicle... Or possibly a reliable public transportation. Yes. Sure. You do? Good. Then I have a deal for you for $22 to $25 an hour. That is some pretty good money. Where you talk about wine. Okay. I could probably BS about wine if it's $25 an hour. Your task is to talk about wine. And how wine impacts these people's lives and they need to buy more of it from you. Okay, YouTube, look up best wine speeches. Enter. Well, sounds like I've got some brushing up to do, fellas. What, no, I, you really, you don't? Because you just need to work occasionally. You want me to go in there dry? And all you have to do is independently contract our agency and sign up for retail establishments to have you talk about the wines that they sell. Oh, okay. And then this is the best part, Aaron. This is where you really hook them. You take all of that wine mumbo jumbo that everybody hears. That makes you seem like you need to be super fancy to understand anything about wine. And you, sir, with your knowledge, like a giant fan, blow all of that smoke out of the way and demystify the wine purchasing process for these customers. Do you think you can handle that? (laughs) Has purchasing wine been too difficult for you? Has taking a bottle up to the cash register and saying, Hi, I'd like to purchase this been too much of a hassle? Well, let me blow the smoke off this. (laughs) Here's the easier process to getting wine. Just get a bottle, hide it in your purse. Just call Omaha Steaks because we've got the wine for that steak. I'm afraid. (laughs) Well, now that Manny's afraid. Mission accomplished. I think the mission, yeah, I it can I can pack it in. Uh, hold on, let me uh, shut this uh, book and pack up my bags here. And oh, look at that! Yeah, I need to put that away. 
guys, uh, have a great night. I, I, I guess my work is finished here. You were you were but a cocoon. Now you have emerged a beautiful butterfly. Great knowing you. Fly away. Fly away. Speaking of flying away, it's time for me to return to the mothership. Uh, mission accomplished. I knew you were an alien. Thought it was going to take me at least ten more years to get this one out there. But, uh, yeah. Now nah, you solved my problems. That's what Aaron does. Now, now like uh, Mega Man, whenever he uh, called in Rush... I'm going to blink out of existence. <laughs> That's not what Mega Man did when he called Rush. Blink out of existence? I mean, where did he come from? Where did Rush come from? He blinks in and then he blinks right out. He's just like, dude, teleports in, plops, you jump on him, you do whatever talent that he has available to get you to the next spot, and then he vanishes. If anything, I would argue that he teleports out of existence or not even out of existence he teleports to another location look he blinks in and then blinks out let's not haggle over the description of what it is that he does he's there and then he's not that's nightcrawler you're thinking of nightcrawler nightcrawler is technically teleporting too if you want to use your turn yeah but it's not a beam of it's not a yeah I know to use my term. It's not a beam of light though. Well, I'm pretty sure that Rush isn't a beam of light either. He's a robot dog. He's not, but he turns into a beam of light whenever he goes somebody. I always thought he was a prog rock band. But he's a robot dog. He is also a oh. prog rock band. <laughs> also a prog rock band. That's the greatest Rush there is. That robot Rush dog. He's pretty cool. Or maybe mountain climbing without ropes. That's a that's he a pretty. He does turn into a submarine and like the best trampoline ever. Or according to this one page on Facebook, throwing your car batteries into the ocean. Apparently, it's legal in such a rush. Is that because you get electrocuted? No. Is this like putting a nine volt battery on your tongue? No, it's different. Would it set me on fire? No. According to them, you're not letting uh, AutoZone get away with charging, taking your money so you can get rid of your batteries. It's actually kind of awful when you read all, all of the memes they've made for this. This sounds horrible and funny all at the same time. That's the internet. It can create wonderful funny things and then soul crippling things yeah it's somewhere in the middle you mean like the uh you mean like the thanos theory about ant-man crawling up his bum yeah that's i've heard i've seen many variants of that i do like the one where it's like well how many ants are on earth and it said somewhere around six trillion or something like that and he just like got all blue faced and sweaty <laughs> so some of them are funny then some of them i'm just like okay which really just explains most of my most of my interaction with the internet these days. I read something about it, which was subtle, and it said it all seemed to have started with a person who made mention of what if Ant-Man shrank down and crawled in Thanos' ear and then expanded inside his brain cavity and made his brain go smush. And then somebody else was like, ha, ha, ha. What if he went in his bum? Yeah, that's no. But wh how, why would he want to? If I had to kill Thanos, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to care which orifice I crawl in. As long as I kill him. Ant-Man's physics have always been kind of wonky. Have you ever noticed? 
especially like in the films it's like all right so if you expand something that was originally small why would it then have the density of something very light because it sometimes does and then meanwhile okay then if let's say he can shrink down and punch a full-sized human with the force that he would normally have then that would imply that his density has remained the same despite him being small so why can they wheel around an entire building like a piece of luggage shouldn't that building weigh as much as it originally did because you have to suspend your knowledge of science look radio radioactive spiders giving someone powers that's just the one time it's asking you to make that that concession and then you forget about it it all goes like wild but but it seems like it seems like with ant-man they're constantly asking you to make concessions about different objects growing or shrinking but spiders don't have a magic like protection sense and their density either being greater or lesser than depending on the situation it's always different with that you're you're delving into comic book land scenarios and this is just like comic book land we We just we can't wait a minute sir you're the you're the one who started this maybe thanos or sphincter would have crushed ant-man i wasn't haggling the details about ant-man i just made a joke about him i just made a joke about him crawling up the bum i didn't want to get analytical about the process it's a fan theory that i am not for or against all right everyone welcome to banter banter where mike can bring stuff up and us not actually delve into it oh yeah what what other thoughts do you have mike it's almost as almost as bad as mike facts oh yeah yeah you, you can't delve into it because of our time limit sir so listeners what superhero do you think should crawl into somebody's bum uh that would definitely be the phoenix Come on. Uh, muy caliente. Well, all right. You got you got me there. You are listening, so you would be a listener. But yeah, go ahead and tell us on any of the social medias that you'll get later. Yeah, and unlike the Phoenix, Manny, what shouldn't our listeners be? Thanos went ant when Ant-Man comes around. Golly. Or on fire. If you enjoyed this or any of our episodes, please rate and review us on iTunes. Then you can get in touch with us on the following platforms. Facebook at Banter Bantercast, by email at BanterBanterCast at gmail.com, or on Twitter at Banter underscore cast. At Brogar, C-R-E, for Manny. You can find Aaron at 8BitWizard. The 8 is Roman numerical. You can find me on Twitter at Mike8Time, the number 8. And we would like to thank Brad Sucks for the use of his song, Making Me Nervous, off of the album, I Don't Know What I'm Doing. <laughs>